Thank you for calling MJC Insurance. This is Leon Wright. How can I help you? Leon, this is Joey Gingola. Hey, Joey. How are you? Good. How are you doing, man? Good. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe we crossed paths at a conference once or twice. Maybe. We did in Vegas. And uh, I came up to you in the workout room. Oh, that was you? Kind of, uh, yeah. Yep. In Vegas? Which Vegas? This yep. recently in Vegas? The IAOA convention. Oh, that's right. Yep. Were we in the... Yep. Um, were we in the um uh like the uh the locker room? The I think the spot. Yeah, I think you were coming out that's and right. I was going in or yep. something like that's that. Yep. We were. Okay. Yep, that's it. Anyways, yeah, man, what's going on? Nothing much. It's funny. I thought about you yesterday cuz I I almost purchased a, a a uh an airline ticket to New Orleans when I saw that email you sent out. I had somebody within 18 minutes send me uh send me a flight yesterday morning. So I figured uh, that I wasn't up that late that early. Yeah, he actually was. He, uh, he sent me a little note. Three thirty-seven Central Time. Yeah, it's four thirty Eastern here in my time. Uh, yeah, he actually was. The dude was in Central Time, and he was uh, he was having a night out with his lady, his wife. So, uh, so good for you, man. <laughs> I haven't seen that time in, with my wife in quite some time. So good for you. No. Um, <laughs> But um, what else is going on, though? We can talk. I mean, if you got a few, I don't want it to completely destroy yeah, 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 yeah. productivity no problem. at 10.30 on a Monday, Central Time. No. Today's admin day. I, um, You know, the thing for, for me, I've been in the business. I've been independent for about six years and been in the industry for about, gosh, since 2000. So this is like 19 years. Wow. And um, I, worked, I worked for a captive before that. But mm-hmm. uh I still struggle with trying to find that right niche to just go after, you know, okay. because, you know, the uh, business is good, but it's still not where I want to be. And that's, that's always a struggle because, you know, if the low hanging fruits there, sometimes you just go after that. Yeah. And that's, that, that's kind of hard to separate from that. And, you know, I've heard some things from some other people talking about the day that you become the, entrepreneur you're you're in control of your business and and you know i'm still trying to make it that because i still try to keep my hands on too many things and i have good people in place to just trust them and let them do it but that's that's a struggle what so what's working for you now personal lines is working well for me getting that in and just being being seen that's the thing with personal lines you know aligning with the right mortgage people and just asking for referrals and being intentional about it is always um, a good a good thing for me Commercial lines is okay. I'm I'm like right at 30, 38% commercial lines. And a lot of it is from a uh, agency that I bought about three years ago and some small commercial, but again, it's still kind of all over the place you know, as far as like the lines of business that we're writing on the commercial side. Is there anything that you think you have potential for on the commercial side that sounds good? I like working the the cyberspace I mean not cyberspace but cyber liabilities been good you know when I, it's I have some carriers that do a really good job at it and I've written a couple of those policies and and the, the technology piece because my understanding is that from the representatives from the carriers is that a lot of agents are not comfortable with it and you know, usually you got to get uncomfortable get get into something that's uncomfortable com- uncomfortable to be good at it so. That's a that's a that's a line that that I've kind of tiptoed in a little bit. Yeah. Not as much as I'd like to, but you know we've we've tiptoed in that space a little bit, and I like it because it's an emerging market. Sure, sure. Carriers are good. I mean, you got you got the carriers. You think? I do. Yeah. Okay. I do. What's uh, what's kind of holding you off? Anything? <laughs> probably probably just doing it. 
You know, that, that's usually the, uh, the case is just doing it. You know, it's, uh, I read a quote today that says more, more often than not being brave means doing it scared and probably just need to just do it scared and just see what happens. I mean, it, it, I'll be in a better position doing it that way than I would not doing it at all. Very true. What, uh, yeah. so is there an intimidation factor to jumping into the niche? Of course. It's just like dating when you were a kid, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of like, well, what if she says no? Then, you know, at some yeah. point, it's like, well, so what? There's another person out there. That's the hard part. And really, to just making time to do it and setting aside the time. Usually when you set aside the time and you start doing it, it, it works out. But it's like, okay, well, I need to continue to do that and, and make it a habit. You know, every other day or, you know, three days a week, I'm going to set aside an hour to do it. It's kind of like working out. <laughs> kind of the same thing. You know, when you do it, it works out, right? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, it depends on, yeah, sometimes you kind of get into lulls where it's just like you can't quite get, even if you get to the gym, you just kind of don't, you're not as effective as you need to be sometimes. I'm dealing with that myself. So the personal lines is working, but the commercial is, is kind of up and coming. It could be better. Yeah, yeah it could be better. Hmm. And I mean, that's the way to go if you really want to succeed in this business because, you know, with personal lines, I mean, some sometimes, I mean, retention is decent, but you, you can't compete with the larger carriers all the time because there's so much so much advertisement just aimed at them and, and it's, it's easy to find another, another, uh, another carrier when, you know, there's a rate increase or something like that, where commercial is more about the relationship aspect of it. Personal lines is too, but commercial is, is it's people are, are, are a little bit more reluctant, I think, to change their commercial lines, uh, business than they are personal lines. Cause it's easy to do. I mean, it's just as easy it is to, for us to get it as it is to lose it. Right. And, you know, we have to do a better job of solidifying the relationship on the personal line side and making sure that, you know, we're, we're reaching out to people and, and being there when they need us. And, and two, that does make you more valuable and it makes it more difficult for that person to want to leave you because you're offering value beyond price. What, what's kind of been your biggest hook? Like where, like, as far as just like just your overall kind of presentation um with the personal lines, I, I've, I've i've had some good luck with using active campaign and making sure that i'm i'm um reaching out to them on a consistent basis and just on the front line i'm doing it too so i i set up a nice follow-up system that that'll that allows me to send an email send a text make the follow-up phone call ask questions you know try to find you know, if there are any issues or anything like that with what I just provided, that's, that's helped me. I'm not, I've used some other technology as far as like the, the presentation and using quote vids to get the, um, you know, the videos across and, and I've gotten positive feedback on that. That's been very good for me using the quote vids. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we, we use active campaign. So what's, what's working, uh, what's working for you there? Like what's like, what are some of the things that you're doing inside there? More so the, the, the front end process. So as I was explaining, as far as like sending the, the thank you for allowing me to speak with you, first of all, just sending that follow-up note, asking, you know, sending a note for maybe yeah. four or five days after, maybe three days after the quote is sent, just saying, hey, you know, we sent you the quote. Is there anything, are you interested? Is there anything that needs to change? Any questions you may have? And then following up three days later with a text. And that has been, I, I've gotten a good response on the text message because what, 98% of people out there respond to text messages. So that's been good. I'm certainly within the 2%. And then just following up. I'm just, I'm certainly with one of the 2%. I don't know about you, Leon. 
<laughs> it depends on who it is. I, 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 well, they're looked at. I'll say that. I won't oh, say maybe, sure. maybe not. Yeah. They may not be uh, responded to, but they're looked at. So I, I want you to say this is we're just this is off the grid conversation here. I, I feel if I don't have a certain like I feel weird when somebody I don't know texts me. I'm like, man, this is like a personal space right now that you're invading. I think I feel like an old man when I say this and I, I think I'm in completely wrong. And this is like me being weird. But I feel like there needs to be some sort of lead up and, you know, take me out to dinner first before you start texting me sort of thing. Well, that's the phone call, the initial phone call from the quote. So these are people that I've talked to. I'm not just sending it random. Oh, no, no, so no, we're, no. We're having the conversation. I, actually okay. was, I wasn't questioning your practices. I'm just talking like in general, like when businesses will like randomly text me and it's like a number, it's like, hey, Joey. And I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know who you are. Like, why are you texting me? Like, don't like, but like if I've talked, uh, to, if I've talked to you, like if I know who you are, then it's like a different story. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm just saying like in general, like I feel like it's, it feels, I'm, I'm saying I'm I'm socially inept in this in this department, Leon, is really where, what uh-huh. it boils down to is that I have inadequacies that need to be dealt with outside of, um, you know, other communications, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just curious if anybody else shared that. Cause I'm, I'm, I, I, I've asked other people before and they give me the same response. Like, Joe, you're just messed up. Like, just figure it out, man. It's not that big of a deal. Um, so yeah, the text message we get, we actually do this. We do, uh, something similar with, um, people that join agency nation insiders. We'll send them a text, mm-hmm. I think. And, uh, they're like, Oh wow. They, they don't expect it sometimes because, um, you know, how'd you do that? And you know, we'll get that a lot of times. So that's certainly cool. What, what's in the text message, I guess? Let me ask that question. Are you still interested in the insurance quote I provided? That's it. Simple and then simple. I put my name. Nice. So what's that response rate look like for you? About 50%. That's not bad. It, it's usually a put off. Well, we hadn't had time to discuss it. We'll, you know, we'll let you know, something like that. Now, and that's okay. Well, yeah. So what do you, like... Do you think that there's any, what do you think generally is standing in the way? I'm always fascinated, like, how can we address objections before they're even, like, kind of brought up? I'm just kind of curious, like, what are some of the things that, you know, you think, since you have, you know, a a tool like Active Campaign, where you could just kind of, like, casually just, oh, by the way, did you know, like, just slowly start to kind of chip away at some of those objectives, even, like, if it's Mm -hmm. in a text message or something, um, to where, you know, they're, those are the questions that they're either asking themselves or asking somebody else, but they're not asking you. And how can you answer them kind of inadvertently? Well, one thing I've done, and I, 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 I try to do this consistently, but don't always do it. When I, when I first speak to someone, maybe just asking, you know, what brought you to us today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes it's about price. Sometimes it may be dissatisfaction with their agent. So in a perfect world, how, how would you like this relationship to go? And, you know, what are you looking for? And when I get to a point where I may be dealing with those objections, I would start, I would bring that back up. Yeah. So you, you, in our first, you know, in our first conversation, you mentioned that, you know, price was important, but the value of the policy and it being there when you needed it was most important, you know, based on what I've shown you, do you agree that this, you know, fills that need or, or, I mean, fills that gap or fits that need. And sometimes it's going to be a yes, or sometimes I don't know, or sometimes you may not get an answer. And so I try to keep track of that stuff. I try to keep good notes and, and things like that, just so that I can relate and maybe yeah. let them know that I am listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It depends. I mean, people are different, you know I mean? <laughs> you know how we are. 
I certainly do. Yeah, no, I'm, well, just because I don't, I guess I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of having fun on the end because I don't get to talk to too many agents that have something as powerful under the hood like Active Campaign, and I'm always just curious the ways that you guys are taking advantage of it, because even just the simple sequence of of communications can go a long way to just keeping somebody either you know in that cycle or or, or whatever. Um, so how long, I guess, how long does it last? Like when somebody comes into that, like how long do you keep them in there in the mix? About three weeks, okay. I believe. It, it it turns out maybe about two, maybe about two and a half to three weeks. Okay. Where, and I guess you said you had some mortgage broker referrals, but where where's where's most of the business coming from on the personal line side? Uh, mortgage, the BNI group that I'm a part of, that's been good, and and referrals. Yeah. Do you have like a? Do you have, but have the, you like, the networking is very strong. Yeah. Have you have have you narrowed it down to like a specific type of personal lines, like you know, house over X or something like that, looking for two cars or like is there or just kind of get get in and and let and kind of grow with the account? Well, with with the the mortgage piece, I mean, it, it's going to be from from the mortgage brokers and BNI because that's usually the lead in line, and that's usually where the the quality the better quality business comes from is from the the uh, the 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 homeowners, because usually, you know, you're getting the multi-policy discount with the homeowners. So yeah. leading with that line tends to, it gives you a better shot of getting, getting both lines of business and also to even eating at, even adding the life insurance to it as well. How often do you, how often do you and that helps retention. Hmm? How often do you go for the life insurance to you every time or what's like, how, how often? No, not enough, not enough at all. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually developing a, a a campaign through Active Campaign to to actually do that to ask for it and and follow up on it because usually when they first buy the home they're not ready to get it but still uh, the plan is to put that in place to maybe ask maybe about thirty to forty five days afterwards because yeah. it's a big purchase and just protecting it and usually usually the married couples are more interested because who wants to get stuck with a mortgage sure yeah yeah there you go honey I'm dead there you go have fun yeah. No, I like that. I like that. Do you do a lot of term life or this be just the, is it just kind of tacked on with one of your existing PNC companies? Do you have a full kind of suite of kind of term life options? What's that look like? No, I actually use a, I have, I have a couple carriers that do it. And then I have a, um, a, a company that I use that allows me to access like their whole suite of products. Yep. And, um, it's a company out of Indiana that I use. Yeah. It's, so you can, I like the life here. I mean, because they don't. They like, hey, bring me some business, then we'll talk about getting appointed. You know, I just, I, I, I much prefer that way of operation as, as opposed to the, uh, well, give me your firstborn and and uh, you know half of your life savings right. to to get appointed. Mm-hmm. Have the privilege to sell our awesome policies on the PNC side. I'm exaggerating a little bit. Yeah, then, but I think you know what I'm saying. Hmm. Absolutely. So how many, I guess, let me ask, uh, so do you, do you do any, do you have an aggregator or do you have just a couple direct appointments or what's, what's, what's your split look like? Well, I'm a part of it. I'm a part of SIAA okay. and, uh, have a, and, and I've been a part of them since I started. So this is my sixth year and they, they've been great. Okay. And the, the most appealing thing to me with that is the fact that the premium requirements are much lower than a direct appointment. Yep. And um, I had actually looked at purchasing an agency with a carrier that was direct and they wanted like a $200,000 commitment. And you know, when you have, you know, 10, 12 other carriers, you know, you may not be able to feed them as much as they want. So that, that was, 
that that's something that definitely turned me away. So, and this is something I'm I'm, I'm gonna get in my soapbox here for a second. I'm curious your thoughts. I've had people tell me I'm crazy, but do you think that that's a sustainable model in, in the future? Like, because again, no other health life. Nobody else operates that way, as far as like saying like you have to give us X amount of business to be able to you know do business with us. I feel like at some point that's going to be where there'll just be a democratization of it, and anybody can write with anybody. I would hope it would change, but I, I don't think it's sustainable because I think it it hurts a lot of smaller agencies, and you know as far as like. You know, you got some of the larger ones that may be able to do it, but most of the smaller ones may not be able to. And if that's the case, then are you are you really doing what's best for your client, or are you focused on satisfying the needs of that carrier? Wait, so and I'd rather focus on the client. Right. Well, hold on. Wait. Why don't you? I guess maybe I'm not. I'm confused a little bit. So why don't you think the smaller guy would be able to do it? Well, I'm saying if you if you had to if you had to come up with two hundred thousand in, in premium oh. Oh. annually. Yeah, that would be difficult to do, no, I think, for a lot of smaller agencies. Right, that's what I'm saying. Is that what you're talking I, about? Yeah, that's why I think it should go away is what I'm saying. I don't think there should be Oh, any no, I agree with you. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think, yeah, well, because here's, here's the thing, right? Like, market access is not, I mean, I don't think it's, you know, I mean, of course, exclusivity is important, but at the end of the day, auto owners or, you know, Grange, Grange might be in your guys' neck of the woods, you know. Yeah, I have Grange. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, but nobody is banging down a door for these brands, you know what I mean? And they can't, I guess what I'm saying is, is that we've got a little bit of a gap here. Exclusivity is driven by uh, demand, right? Like, you you have to want Mm -hmm. the thing that's exclusive. If nobody knows the difference between auto owners or Grange or any of those companies, then what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, just because the agent says that they're great, okay. I mean, yes, they're going to trust us, but, um, I mean, I would much rather allow the agent to say, all right, I've got access. Everybody's in my state. Like, I'm going to get the three that really work with the type of person. You know what I mean? Like, as opposed to, mm-hmm. and that's just, I feel like that's something that's going to happen, but people keep telling me I don't, they don't think it's going to happen soon enough. So I don't I was curious what your thoughts are. I think it'll be a while, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, come on, Leanne, help me out, man. Just, just tell me. Out. Just, it's just right around the corner, man. It's just right around the corner. Yeah. No. M- most consumers don't really care about the brand unless they've had an issue with them. Yep. And they don't know until there's a claim. I mean, that's right. that's really the test of how good an insurance company is. Is exactly. where are they when there's a claim? And that's where we're tested too. Exactly. And that, I mean, what you know, it's like maybe 10% of people actually have a claim. I mean, like they'll at some point, but I mean, during most of their insurance buying life, there will be a claimless experience. Mm-hmm. So it's kind or of, or it may be minimal. Yeah. Yeah. Or just something, Hey, I've got a nick in my windshield, $500 or a thousand bucks or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Interesting. So outside of the niche that you kind of haven't really dove in on, like where do you want to take the agency that you're like, kind of like what's in like the, I think this is important. I need to start putting more headspace in this direction. Like what, what's that look like? I, I think that with, with technology, we, we have to really pay attention to what's going on. And I think that we, you know, there's, there's a demographic change with millennials and things like that and how they want to do business. And I think we have to be reactive to that. Mm-hmm or better yet, proactive, not reactive, but proactive to what their needs are going to be. And it doesn't necessarily mean doing everything online, but also being able to allow 
allow us to communicate the, the way that they want to communicate. And what I mean by that is, are we going to have the chat box features? Are we going to have the ability for them to go online 24 hours a day to make changes or request the changes and respond in a timely manner? So, I mean, everything else is changing in the world, and we have to to make that change with the rest of the world. And I know we're probably one of the industries out there that may be a little slow or hesitant to change. And I think that perfect world will be when the management system and the the uh, CRM and the carriers can all talk to each other. I know that's a, another yeah, conversation, that's but that will yeah. really make a difference. Yeah. Um, so what's it look like now? Like, like what's it look like now in the agency versus like, you know, what, what what's one thing you're doing that you think is, is you're giving yourself a little bit of that, of that advantage. And, and what's one thing that you kind of have your eye on like, man, if I could just get that in place. Um, I think communication gives me a good advantage right now. And that's, that's with the, with having active campaign and ha- having the mm-hmm. VA in place and, mm-hmm. And um, that that's that's been really good for me. But I think what's going to really help and, and and take me over the top is probably really just being able to. I guess really what what's going to take me over the top would have to be a a system in which I can communicate with the client, having good data, and and knowing you know what 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 the client wants, how they prefer to communicate. I mean you know. You can talk to someone and, and, and make a good impression by remembering who their kids are. I mean, you know, focusing on what's important to them. I mean, for those of us that have kids, I mean, we perk up when someone asks us about our kids. We can talk all day about, you know, how Johnny's doing in baseball or, yeah. you know, he's off to college now and he's doing great and things like that. And, you know, I, I've, I've gone back and forth with it, but could do a better job of really collecting data like that and being able to just be able to just instantly build a rapport, even if I hadn't talked to that person in a long time. Like, you know, okay, you got Johnny who was born in 2008. Okay, well, hey, he's, he just turned 11. Did you guys have a birthday party for him? You know, what's he into now? Is he, you know, he's almost in middle school or he's in middle school or, where, you know, wherever you live, you know, things like that. That that resonates well with clients. And, and, and it makes it hard for them to want to leave when you have that relationship. So you can do that as an agent, but it's kind of it, it may be a little difficult as an agency to do because are all of your people on board to do that because we all don't have those personalities. Yeah, I guess I should ask what's the what's the makeup of the agency. So uh, I still produce. I'm you know still running it and producing, and then I have a have a CSR, a VA, and then I have uh, two two full time producers. And every and does anybody everybody all kind of tackling the, the kind of the same kind of line that you were mentioning personal lines first kind of dabbling with the commercial? Yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. More more personal lines than I am. I uh, what works what's good for me is I have a CSR that has a strong background in commercial lines. Okay. So she's the go to person for that. So the infrastructure is in place. It's it's just a matter of us getting the the people in place. You know, to uh, maybe someone that focuses primarily on commercial, that would be a dream to get someone like that. Are you kind of looking? Have you, have you kind of got your eye out, or is it just like, man? I have my eye out. I haven't posted any positions or you know proactively looked yeah. for it just yet. Interesting. And you said you had a VA. Hmm. 
So how's that process working for you with with a couple of producers and in the, the CSR? How are you putting all those kind of pieces together? Well, the VA primarily works the, as a receptionist. I also use Marble Box as well. So the VA kind of takes the calls yeah. on the front end. You know, if there's something that needs to be changed, you know, there's a list of questions to ask, and then it she forwards it over to Marble Box and spend a lot of time like putting some emails together for. Marble box to use to send, you know, those changes directly to the consumer so that it comes from, you know, us and it, you know, sounds like we're right down the street and things like that. Yeah. How, how big of a game changer was that? Like once you started to get those processes in place, it was very good because you're not spending your time on those things and processing that, that, that can be an all day job. And just being able to, maybe just have a conversation about how things are and maybe attempting to cross sell and things like that's very good versus, you know, just being an order taker. So it's, it's been very good. And Marble box has been a good partner to work with as well. Yeah. I've known Ani for, for quite a few years. He's a good dude. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. And that's, that's the other thing too. And I'm guessing you probably started out a lot smaller with them than you are today. Maybe like you probably just continually grew like with what you give them. Like to do? Yeah, I, it just started in July with them. Oh, okay, so pretty fresh. And yeah, huh? Pretty pretty fresh then, not not too too far down the road. No, I, I um for me, I have to do a lot of my personalized processing and endorsements and things like that, quoting on the front end. Yeah. And I I've actually spoke to a couple of agents who have them do like their commercial quotes and things like that. I haven't gotten to that comfort level yet to do that because I don't have a a defined process on how to quote commercial like I do the personal lines because, you know, I have my quote sheets and things like that. And I know, you know, we have the raters that they can use and all that. Whereas commercial lines, I don't have anything like that. Commercial. Well, have you, um, yeah, yeah. Have you checked out cover wallet? I have not. I've heard of cover desk. I haven't heard of cover wallet. Um, cover wallet is a end to end, quote to bind commercial platform. So it lets you quote bind everything right there. They were operate as like an MG, it's like an MGA situation. Oh, okay. So it's not with your, it's not with the carriers that you would have. It's no, well, I mean, they have their carriers, um, that you can okay. use. So I don't, yeah, I mean, it's, and this is why I think, so here's honestly, I, so I know that, I mean, they're going to actually be at elevate, um, their, mm-hmm. vi- their vice president of whatever or such. Um, and I've, I did a couple pod- I did a podcast with them. Um, but so they built this platform, right? They built this awesome platform. Mm-hmm. They were going direct to consumer for a while. And like the last three or four months, they've opened it up for agents and I just, I don't know that they've really figured it out entirely yet, but they've got, from what I can tell, one of the better, if not the best platform for just a nice streamlined process to quote, you know, and get the information and quote it and even just take it all the way through if, if necessary. Um, it's just a matter of, do they have the right kind of backend structure in place for it all? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah, I think, I think for sure, it, you know, it's something to at least have a conversation about. I know a couple of my buddies are jumping on board with them and they've tried it. Um, and it's, I mean, it seems to be working okay, but again, you know, you've got SIAA and then you've got cover wall. You know, so it's like, it's like how many different little pockets of people are going to have your business running through it as opposed to, right. you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. But again, probably would make sense if I had a strong niche. How about that? Well, that, that may make sense. Certainly, and that's why I mean, you know, Leanne, that's where you know it's part. It's one of the pieces that might need to fall into place. Um, and and they and I think I'm just fascinated. Them and RPS are the two that I think have the best technology, or at least the most obsessed with you know trying to make it as seamless as possible with uh, with the consumer. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I've used um, I use RPS as well. Okay. What do you use them for? Um, just 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 as an MGA, just uh, for you know some of that hard to place business that. Um, yeah. And they're okay. <laughs> well, so he, and so this is the thing, right? And that's exactly the uh, response I would expect. Um, like, so they have basically two different sides of the house, right? They've got their standard like wholesaler thing on one side Mm -hmm. and they've got their like digital arm my buddy ryan collier over there they've got like this you know very simple streamlined platform for cyber and dno and 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 this you know a bunch of different commercial lines that they're building out um and that's an entirely different side of the house almost they just operate like two different companies in some sense um so yeah, because I've again one of my commercial buddies who does contractors heavily in New York. He said the same thing. He's like, yeah, they're, they're digital stuff, like all this stuff. It's like, man, it's fantastic. But then you go over and you try to just talk like a regular old accountant. It's just like any other wholesaler. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Right. So. Yep. Very uh, true. So, um, what else has been going on? Anything that any questions that I might be able to help answer? Like, what what else is happening? That's a great question. Had I known you were going to call, I could think of this stuff here yeah, um I mean, that's not how this works that's not how this works at all so i know like surprise yeah. <laughs> so i think you know what i, I like i mean I, it's it's i know you talk to a lot of people and i, I i'd like to know you know maybe just I, i'm always interested in best practices sure. you know just just trying to get better and maybe some things that are out there that that people are doing to get better at what they do not not trade secrets or anything like that but just you know, seeing things like, uh, that's what I like about mastermind groups. I mean, just being able to, you know, know that you're not out there by yourself and other people are struggling with certain things and just sharing of ideas and things like that. Like for instance, the, the, the commercial lines process. I mean, that's, that's something I'm always interested in, in learning more about because my background has been personal lines and I can do that in my sleep. But when it comes to commercial lines, it's like, okay, what's the best way to make sure that this client is is being taken care of and getting you know service right away. Yeah, that's good service. Well, yeah. So that's you know, and, and this is funny because I'm mostly a health insurance guy. So we're we're too, we're, we're the blind mm-hmm. the blind here, Leon. Um, <laughs> but I I do talk with a lot of commercial people. I think the, I think the whole thing is is how do you do something focus on a again a niche since you have since you're 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 fresh in the commercial space you know how do you say well i'm going to pick something that is that i like to do you know that is interesting to me that has decent you know commissions and isn't a service hog you know what i mean i think i think Mm -hmm. that's those are the questions that i would be asking myself if i was in your position um because you don't want the 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 niche that has 175 certificates of insurance needed to be presented every month. Right. Like that's just, right. It's just, it doesn't matter. You know, you can't hire enough VAs to make that work. Um, mm-hmm. 
And I think that's another two back to like the cover wallet. You know, they've built it to where I think some of the technology pieces in place to where there's going to be a lot more opportunity for self-service in that regard. So I think, I think, you know, having the right infrastructure to negate as much of that as possible is, is another thing that is becoming a trend, if you will, Mm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yep, it does. Yeah, I mean, you know, the combination of, you know, it's just on the commercial side, market access, do you have the market? Um, are they going to pay enough? Do you have enough of the people that in that niche within the air- territory that you're licensed to write in, you know, answering those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you, once you, once you've got a steady flow of those people, can you bind the policy in an eff- efficient way to where, you know, you make money? I think I think that's where a lot of the, the smaller commercials go. And I guess I don't know what size commercial you'd want to start playing in. Definitely small to start. Yeah. Then it becomes, gotta know what you're doing first. Well, th- well, then it becomes a volume game too, right? Like, how much do you want? To, right. How, how how much do you need to scale that small stuff? Do you want to stay in the small stuff? Do you want to graduate to like medium sized stuff? You know, so like answering those questions, you know. Um, I do mm-hmm. talk to a lot of agents that hope and dream on like five thousand dollar restaurant policies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, dude, like, do the math. Like, that's just, hope you got a lot of restaurants because it's not going to work. Right. So. Exactly. I think that's the biggest thing that I see from, from the standpoint of a, of a commercial perspective is that there's just that they, they don't properly set the, the foundation of that niche or their expectations inside of it. That makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, but I mean, you should. Um, I guess it depends on what you, what you're looking to go after. And you meant, what was the one you mentioned earlier? Technology. Technology. Um, I got a buddy that does focus on tech companies. Is there a lot of tech companies in Nashville or Tennessee? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're we're a hub for just growth of everything here. Actually, I mean, there's it's a lot of companies that are moving here, and there's a lot of small uh, IT service providers and things like that. Well, and see, this is where you might want to double back on, on RPS. One of the big, and this is my buddy Terry Greer's down in Austin, Texas. Um, he got in with, uh, he got with somebody. He made like kind of like a, a connection with a guy that passes him along some of his tech companies as he co- comes across them. But, um, you know, he found, you know, like a regular old tech company. Um, the DNO policy is what brings it, you know, from a, maybe a $15,000 situation to like a 40 or $50,000 situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, that's one of the biggest indicators of, you know, a good tech company of, you know, what's the, you know, getting that DNO in place and, and kind of qualifying the type of premium that's possible. And that's where RPS is their DNO thing is, is really, is really slick. Um, but yeah, those okay. are, RPS and Coverwall would be two if if you're looking to to start mixing it up a little bit more on the tech side. The DNO would be something that I would kind of focus on heavily. Yeah, that's a good point. Because uh, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, you're always looking. How do I get that again? Like, if we're talking forty, fifty thousand dollar a pop annual commissions or annual premiums, you know. Now we're dealing with some decent sized accounts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that information. No, that's perfect. That is perfect. I appreciate that. Hope it was uh, interesting. Awesome stuff, man. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the time, sir. Hey. All right. Thank you. You have a good Bye. one. You too.